Hey guys, this is Ed Holland from Hurricane Highway, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Howie and Troy. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another show right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey Troy, where can they find us? Yeah, they can get us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We even have a YouTube channel out there, Howie. And the rarely used Twitter. We did start <laughs> off using Twitter pretty often, but uh, we've, we've yeah. you know, cut back on that a little bit, but it's still there. And if you want to email us, you can do that as well. You can email me, staytunedtnh at gmail.com, or you can email Howie, staytunedhowie at gmail.com. So... 
That's about all I have, Howie. You have anything to add to that? Well, you know what, Troy? Uh, I just want to just let the listeners know to just keep listening. You know, not only listen, but like, share, follow, and subscribe to everything that we put out there, whether it's social media or just our simple podcasts. You know, just, just listen, guys. Enjoy. Hey, all. What's up? This is Brian from Data Monster Customs. Are you looking for that unique gift for your spouse, sibling, child, boss, or anyone for every occasion? Well, we do one-of-a-kind personalized figures. Check us out on Instagram at datamonster, that's D-A-D-D-A-M-O-N-S-T-E-R, or just put datamonster into the Google machine and check out everything we can do for you. Once again, this is Brian for Data Monster Customs. Welcome to another special episode here at Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie, and we have another uh, great guest uh, coming aboard, and uh, it's Tina Tibbetts. How's it going, Tina? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. And uh, you, uh, well, before we started recording, uh, it sounds like you have a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but... Um, but I, I I definitely got interested in you based on um, your uh, your ghost hunting um, background, and uh, and I guess you have a um, would you would you call it a business or a hobby at this point? Um, a hobby, but it's kind of just very recently um, slowly turning into kind of a little bit of a side business too, which is kind of fun and exciting. Okay. Awesome, and then uh, also I saw. Um, well, we just we just talked about, but you have para nine one one dot com, which is uh, your official ghost hunting team. Yes, that's that's our team that I'm part of um, here in Sioux City, Iowa. Okay, awesome. And you specifically have a Facebook page, Journey into the Haunted, and um, I was kind of just searching that a little bit before you came on. Um, so not only the ghost hunting is how I was saying, but like photography as well. Is that is it photography of the ghost hunting stuff or is it is it separate? Um, I do a lot of, I, I've always loved photography, so I do just a lot of it in general. And then when I started getting into doing some of the investigations, you get into these old locations and they're just so cool that, you know, any photographer, whether you're in, interested in the haunted or not, um, would sure. love to get in and and photograph these places. So I love to do that as part of our investigations. And then recently I've just been kind of joining some other teams and doing like team photos or a lot of people do investigation events where mm -hmm. they'll have tickets sold. And then I've just kind of been going in and hanging out and photographing the events and stuff too. 
So a lot of different angles there, and I love all of it. It's so much fun. Oh, I bet. Um, well, not I bet. I've actually I've actually experienced some of it myself, which is a lot of fun. I've gone on uh, like a. Uh, in fact, last week we were sharing uh, some information. I went to a, a mansion um, here in Pennsylvania. We live in like near Hershey, PA, and um, and we had this. Um, it's called Haldeman Mansion uh, in central Pennsylvania, and. Uh, and I got to go, and they had like a one of the uh, ghost hunters that you see on TV. Uh, they were doing a uh, show there, and uh, and I got to spend like uh, some of that night uh, hanging out with them and seeing how they do things. And uh, man, it it is an interesting thing. It's really cool to just kind of let your guard down, so to speak, and uh, and experience that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, when did you start getting interested into this? Uh, kind of a, kind of a funny story. Um, most people have really cool stories about how they grew up in a haunted house or had all these cool things happen as a kid. And me, I was kind of the opposite. I was scared of it all. <laughs> if you would have told me I'd be doing this, I would have thought you were crazy. Um, it just so happens that, um, I also am into cars and I run a Ford Mustang club here. Oh my God. Yeah. And we're always looking for unique things for our group to do. And people come in and out of the club over the years. And we had a guy come along and we became friends on Facebook and his name's Robert. And um, he he did this and went on okay. events and all of this. And I thought, God, that's really cool. And kind of got to talking to him about it. And he said, you know, if anybody from the club ever wanted to go check out this place I go to a lot, we could do a cruise down there. So we planned it and it grew into this insane thing. Um, we went to a place called Malvern Manor that's about, uh, it's a little bit south of Omaha, Nebraska, and then um, the infamous Velisca Axe Murder House in Velisca, Iowa. So we he arranged for us to hit up two places on this cruise and we had all these people find out about it. And we ended up with, I think, 68 Ford Mustangs and over 125 people that rolled into these little teeny towns. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, everybody loved it. But anyways, he talked me into staying and doing an investigation with the team that night. I specifically left my car there because I figured I'd probably flee during the night. <laughs> and, uh, it was quite the opposite. He kept saying, you're either going to hate this and you'll never step foot in a place again, or you're going to get hooked. And, uh, well, <laughs> it's been about five and a half years now. And, and wow. so it's kind of a strange way to get into it, but, uh, that's what happened. <laughs> okay. Well, you got hooked and, uh, and why did you get hooked? Like, what did you experience that kind of got you to the drawn towards doing something like this? Um, that night, was crazy you know you walk into these places and sometimes it's just completely quiet and you basically just sit there and talk to yourself all night long waiting for something to happen but this particular night at this location so many things happened and being there yourself you know you can try and debunk everything and you know work your way through the place and try and figure out what's going on and so many unexplained things happened that night from voices to feeling like spider webs were, mm. were catching on you. And then there was probably the craziest thing that happened is we were up in the attic and there were three of us. And you've probably seen on the ghost hunting shows, um, those SLS cameras, that's the little camera from the, 
I think the Nintendo or the Wii or something. Yeah. That stick figure something. Stick figure yeah. thing. Yeah. And so Robert's sitting there and his um, partner, um, Sarah, was across the room and she started feeling some things and he was watching his camera not really saying what was going on. And she ended up getting scratched mm. and he had caught on his SLS camera, this figure moving, you know, around her. And then she had gotten scratched in the meantime. And then the figure disappeared and she was, you know, she's like, well, whatever I felt heavy is gone. And wow. just things like that. It was just like, it was so weird. And, just very intriguing, you know? That sounds eerily similar. We had um, uh, Ashley Ramey on from uh, the Ohio State Reformatory a few weeks ago, and I don't know mm -hmm. if you had a chance to catch that episode. Yes. But um, she she had mentioned that there was a gentleman in the group, and he felt like he was getting pushed from behind, and he thought it was just his wife messing with him. And he went to turn around to tell her to stop, and she was feet away, like a few feet away from him. Like, she couldn't have reached yeah. him. And then they saw a hand mark on his back. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, that, that reminds me of that story very much there. That's, um, yeah, that's, I, I don't know. Like, were you a believer at all before any of this happened? Did you, you always kind of thought there's a, there's a reason or explanation why that happened, right? Like, yeah. Um, but two, I was always scared. So I'm like, I guess if I, I figure if I'm scared, I probably believe that something can happen. So mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I was always fearful of stuff. Um, and, you know, you watch all these different shows. There's so many of them on TV now that some of them mm -hmm. are more entertainment Perfect. shows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and then there's the other, then there's other teams that are on some of them. And you're like, yeah, I, I could see that happening, you know? Um, okay. So I still am. I still kind of consider myself really skeptical, but I've seen enough things that I totally believe there's things there. Um mm -hmm. And when things happen and the equipment goes crazy and all of that stuff, I always like to really look into, you know, what else could be causing this, you know, not just jump to the conclusion that, oh, something's here, you know. Um, so, but yeah, I, I mean, I definitely believe it's there. I just like to, you know, dig into what all's going on and what could possibly be causing things. Did, did you get a chance to visit the Ohio State Reformatory yet? Has that been one of your stops yet? I have not been out there. I haven't been anywhere in Ohio yet. Okay. So, I mean, have you heard of it? Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, that's got to be like on the list, right? I mean. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Have you gone out to the East Coast here at all yet? Um, I think like uh, Tennessee is probably the farthest over that way I've been. And then um, uh, my husband and I are doing a road trip in September out to California. So, ah. um, yeah, I, we're going to go out to Alcatraz. Yeah. Oh, Alcatraz. nice. Uh, the Winchester Mystery House is somewhere we've been wanting to go. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. So, so when you go to Alcatraz, yeah, I was going to say, when you go to Alcatraz, do you have, like, special permission to do things there? Or how does that work? Um, for Alcatraz, I'm just going to go as like a general visitor and just go during the daytime. Um, okay. I don't, I haven't actually even looked into seeing what they do if, or if they even allow people out there. Um, sure. probably not. Um, yeah. you know, my husband's a really good sport about all of this. Um, he's not one that's going to jump in the car and go with me to very many of these events. He's, he's super supportive, but it's just not his thing. So yeah. when we're doing road trips together um usually i kind of keep it at a minimum but if it's somewhere i really want to go he just 
he'll dump me off and <laughs> he'll play video games at the hotel or something for a there few There you hours. go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds Howie like fun. always speaks very highly of, uh, of Gettysburg as far as the hauntings and stuff there in Gettysburg. Yes. That's got to be on the list too, right? Yes, definitely. I've got some uh, friends that we met at an event that they're doing Gettysburg in, I think, two weeks, and they are mm. so excited. And they do a lot of live videos through Facebook, and it'll be fun to watch them. And um, oh, that, yeah. they're mid-10 paranormal, um, so they're based out of Tennessee. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they're doing yeah. yeah, I was going to say, we're probably about an hour outside of Gettysburg. So, oh, um, wow. Yeah, okay. so we get to... I, I've been to Gettysburg. Well, I do. Sometimes I'll go to work in Gettysburg, but also uh, there's a lot of things going on there at night. Um, there's this one building we went into and it was like um, it's currently. Oh, I don't even know what it, I think it's a restaurant now. But in the basement of the restaurant is where they had like the makeshift hospital during the Civil War. And there were a lot of lives lost there. Um, and I know Troy mentioned something about a finger, like a handprint um, with this one specific situation. But at Gettysburg, um, and I, I can't remember for the life of me what building it is, but there's a handprint that's on the wall uh, that they cannot get rid of. They've sanded it. They've painted over it. They primered it. And every time it reappears and it's there for everybody to see. And they're like, we've tried to get rid of it, but it's like impossible to get rid of for whatever reason. And I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I think it was in the old orphanage that they had there in Gettysburg, um, in in like the basement area where I guess a lot of abuse occurred. Um, but but yeah, it's just um, I mean, first of all, the history of itself in Gettysburg is just fun to be there, just to um, witness that. I've never done anything like ghost related there. Um, but I would love to check that out sometime. Oh yeah. That'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever like through your journeys and stuff like that? And this seems to be a common thread that I've noticed as we speak with people that are into haunted stuff and even just listening to other different podcasts and stuff that talk about this, but it always seems like there had to be some sort of misconduct to happen at the place for it to be haunted. Hmm. Is that always true or no? Or You know, it, it seems like it when you say that, because, you know, whether it's obviously the jails and the sanatoriums and hospitals sure. and all that, you know, you hear about the abuse and all the crazy things that happen. But even like the mansions and the fancy, beautiful homes that we go to, mm -hmm. there's always like a story, right? you know, yeah. and some of them, they're just wild. But yeah, I mean, it. It just seems like there's always something something negative bad happened there. In order yeah, for this. yeah. It's like they, the spirits don't want to hang around if it was a good place. You know, they just yeah, hang around exactly that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Or maybe they're just content at that point. You know, I mean, nothing bad happened here. We're good. We don't need to bother anybody. You know, live your lives and we'll just live ours and we'll just yeah. live in our own two little um, you know universes or whatever. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I just so, I just thought of that as you were talking about like how he was talking about Gettysburg and you were talking about you know. Um, like Alcatraz you got like I'm just like you know I just thought about that like it all it, how comes these places that are haunted there's always something bad to happen there. Mm -hmm. yeah I know I, I keep waiting to you know for like old relatives to show up at my house and start you know haunting me around but I guess they need to die here first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but 
not just die though, right? It's got to be some sort of uh, yeah, right, gruesome a, death or something. A, a right? traumatic, yeah, yeah, some kind of traumatic death. And um, but yeah, I mean that that stuff is it. It always intrigues me. And you had mentioned like you know obviously there's some shows out there that kind of gear are geared more towards entertainment than anything else. Um, of the shows out there, what do you what would you consider the most real? of of the ghost hunting shows um i have probably three that are kind of my very favorites and one of them is ghost hunters you know they were kind of one of the og groups out there doing that and Uh i've had the opportunity to be at a couple events with um steve gonzalves and dustin perry and to listen to them talk and they're both just amazing human beings Mm-hmm. For one, they're fantastic at what they do with the paranormal. And then they'd also talk a little bit about how the production of their show would run. And um, I remember one of them saying, you know, they, they book a week with this production company. They go out and, it, you know, they, they'll investigate every night for a week to get enough mm-hmm. content to make a show. And if wow. they don't get enough or nothing happens somebody's on the phone calling the producer going, we need another location. You know, they're not going to just make things happen or um, try and come up with stuff that's just not true to get a TV show out of it. So I have a lot of respect for them. Um, Another one that's been a favorite of mine was um, Paranormal State. I thought that was a really cool show um, with Ryan Buell. And um, he had um, Lorraine Warren was on it, which was really cool. Um, okay. Back in some of the early episodes, but I, I thought what they did was really, really cool. And then yeah. most recently, um, Destination Fear. Um, I love that show. Um, huh. with, uh, Dakota Layden and his sister and um, two of their friends that have gone around and done things. And now they're kind of off of the network and they're doing their own thing, which is really cool and exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they they do a really cool job. Um, they do some investigating, and then at the end of the night, they um, pick the four most haunted locations in the building, and they split up, and they all go sleep by themselves somewhere, and um, let the cameras run. And they do some pretty crazy stuff. I, I don't know cool. if I can do that. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you, how comfortable are you with splitting up and sleeping somewhere by your or being in a room by yourself overnight? Um, I don't think I've done that if i'm with at least one other person i'm okay um but i haven't really broken off and been completely by myself you know during an investigation i have but not at night asleep (laughs) yeah and and did you ever like feel like at any point in given time like did you ever feel so uncomfortable where you felt like possibly your life was threatened at any of these places um Life-threatening, definitely not. Um, okay. There was an instance um, once at Malvern Manor. Um, that was the first place I ever went, and it's probably mm-hmm. one of the most active, and I've been there now. I, I can't even count how many times I've gone there, but um, some things just get really weird there, and there's been times that I've just had to go outside for a little bit. Um, and I was at Velisca at the Axe Murder House um, last summer, and it's not a very big house at all. And there were four of us in there and things just started getting really, really weird. And we just kind of said, okay, we gotta, we gotta call it. And we went outside and somebody was saying, take your shoes and socks off and stand in the grass and kind of ground yourself and just kind of let this energy huh. go through. And I'm like, okay, so that's what we did. And there you go. 
is that the one that was like is that the one where that was like an orphanage or something or um they had like there was like 14 kids there or something weird wasn't that is that the is that the one or am i thinking um, something different that that's a different place uh the okay. Villisca house is um still an unsolved mystery um, okay. unsolved murder to this day but the family hmm. had some um the children were home and they had some children spending the night and they believe that someone snuck into this house and then came out and just yes. killed them all. Remember that now. Yes. Oh wow! Wild, wild stories with that place. Yeah, yeah I remember that. And where that was pretty close to you. Um, I think it's like about two hours from me. But yeah, okay. it's, I, I remember yeah. actually hearing about that one now. Yeah, that that one. To this day, they don't know who did it. I think they said they thought it was a, a neighbor that had some sort of mental condition, but they could never clearly identify that. Yes, and I think there was also a priest or a pastor or someone mm -hmm. who confessed, but he didn't do it. And mm -hmm. there's just there's so many crazy stories around that whole incident. So you said some really weird things happened. What were some of the weird things that you were experiencing? Um, at, at Malvern Manor, there's uh, that place just gets about everything from you know voices <laughs> to scratches to yeah. Some of it, it's hard to explain, but you get down in some of these hallways that are dark, and I'd never experienced it before I started doing this paranormal stuff, but you think it's as dark as it can get in that hallway, and it just mm -hmm. keeps getting darker and darker, and you can't see in front of your face, and sometimes it'll, it's almost like the energy just kind of does this. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, yeah. But it just gets weird, and then like at Velisca that night, it was just... It was just weird feelings. We weren't really getting a lot of stuff on equipment that was going off or anything like that. It was just mm -hmm. more general atmosphere. Cool. It was just weird. Well, and, and speaking of equipment, um, what, what are some of the different types of equipment that you do use uh, to communicate? Um, we have a little bit of everything. Like on our uh, team, Para 911, um, mm -hmm. there's five of us that are the kind of the main group and we've all got a little bit of our own stuff. We've got everything from the old dowsing rods, um, some crystals, some pendulums to, um, the guys on our team kind of like the big techie stuff, all the fun little toys like you see on TV. Okay. So we've got, you know, an ovulus and we've got the EMF detectors and the REM pods and just all the little things that go off and make noise and flashlights and yeah and stuff but um the craziest thing about our team when i first joined um i had never seen anybody catch so many evps as these guys and um so a lot of it you know we just sometimes will even take just the recorders and go sit in a room without all the fancy stuff mm -hmm. and it's crazy what they can pick up on some of that stuff so for, for yeah. the people that aren't familiar with ghost hunting and terminologies that you're, that you're using there EVP is short for? Um, electronic voice phenomenon. So that's gotcha. when you may ask a question and in real time you can't hear it, but then they'll go back and they'll listen and on a little $40 recorder from Walmart even, yep. um, they'll pick up responses to your questions. And wow. I know exactly what you mean it's now. Wild. Yep. It's that wild. is wild. And um, and I guess recently your your husband uh, made a series of uh, paranormal music boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and what what does the like what does that do? 
Well, I had seen, I've been on some investigations with some people that had them, and this is the one he made. Um, okay. The other ones are much more fancy, but they can run four to $800, which I think is, Ooh. that's just a lot for me. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. cool. They have the old fashioned mechanisms on them and stuff. But basically, I mean, this is just a little wooden box and it's got a, a sensor in it and it's kind of a cone sensor. So it's going to fan out this way. And okay. what it does is when you turn it on, it'll calibrate by sending out I guess waves or something that'll bounce off and send back and so it kind of sure. knows what's there and then when something might break the the beam or whatever the zone that it's um detecting when it notices a difference or something right yeah yeah exactly when it notices something's interrupted that field it of course plays really creepy music <laughs> it'll go off for um yeah i think about seven seconds is what this one will do and then if whatever is in that field continues to keep moving, it'll keep playing the creepy music. Oh, wow. So yeah. have it set up and then, you know, some of these locations will set things up and we'll go wander around and then you start hearing your devices going off and it's like, okay, something's going on over here. This is where we need to go. So you can hear it from a distance or just have it right in the room with you. And then too, you can use it for, if it starts to detect something, you can use it as a form of communication as well. Like, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, did you live here in the 1940s? Can you make that play music if the answer is yes? And okay. you can use it that way too, to kind of communicate just kind of another device to get some interaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, you mentioned your, your team there, Para 911, so that's para911.com to go there and, uh, is there a little bit of information about your whole team there? Like, can you kind of break it down and, and kind of read about each person that's involved in that? Or You know, it's, I should have checked out our website. I haven't been on there too much because we okay. mostly do our stuff on Facebook. But um, yeah. yeah, there's five of us on the team. Um, Dave's the founder. He's been doing this for years and years, kind of, you know, through his life, different um times where he's been busy and hasn't been able to do stuff as much so mm -hmm. but he's always been into the paranormal and then um his wife kathy's on the team um his sister rose is on the team she's done this for a number of years too and been on a few different teams and she has some um kind of sensitive abilities too mm -hmm. so that's always kind of interesting to have her on investigations and then we have um, Tracy, who's on our team as well, and uh, he works for um, kind of a mental um, facility in the area. So um, he sees all kinds of interesting things during the day and night, and then um, he'll come come on investigations too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I that's kind of a... I seen a picture here, and it looked like um, there was four people in the picture. Were yeah. you the last one to join that picture? Or yeah. the last one to join the group, I should say? Yeah, I'm the most yeah. most recent addition to you. So that's okay. that's there is probably without you. So you need to get them on that and get that updated. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, also, too, I'm looking there, and it looks like you guys uh, looks like they have a makeshift ambulance turned into a ghost hunting mobile. That yes, Dave has. <laughs> um, he's had a couple interesting vehicles over the year, but yeah. Uh, but uh, this is the second ambulance he's had. Um, wow. And yeah, we it's it's quite cool actually the inside we've got he's got desks built up in there with mm -hmm. computers and monitors and then if we go out to a site um they've got all of the cabling um set up in there and we just unroll all the cameras put them in the 
the building and then someone can sit out in the ambulance and in real time watch all the cameras um, mm. as we're investigating and some places are cold and don't have heat so we've got heat out in the ambulance and of course we've got snacks out there of and course. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, do you guys it looks good do you guys have Ray Parker Jr. on repeat in there? Or? Um, <laughs> we do use the ambulance in parades, in local parades. And we oh, make nice. costumes and we play the Ghostbusters theme. And <laughs> we have a lot of fun with it. Oh, I I'm bet. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. So, yeah. um, so talk to me a little bit about the photography. I know we touched on that a little bit at the beginning. Um, is is this stuff that you're selling on your Etsy as well, or or what are we what are we selling on there exactly again? Remember, you kind of described that a little um, bit before we started recording. Yeah, and my Etsy shop's just fairly new, but yeah, um, the little boxes and stuff that my husband's making, we're um, putting on there. Um, I started crafting and making earrings and jewelry during COVID because I was going crazy with boredom. So, <laughs> I bet. so I've got like you know, of course, that's um, turned into ghost earrings and ghost accessories. So I've got some little things I've made on there. And then I don't have any of my photography on there yet. I need to get some time to get some of that on there. I have a separate Etsy store for um, non-haunted and spooky photos um, that okay. I've been doing, but I'm hoping to get some of that stuff in there um, soon too. For sure. So, I mean, is that, I'm, I'm assuming you have a regular full-time job other than these things that you're doing here? Yeah. Yep. Is I work it, in is... accounting. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You work in what? Accounting. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so the full-time job gets really boring and then therefore you got to go out and about and start doing something exciting. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you, you mentioned uh, dowsing rods. Now when a, when a coworker of mine, uh, she's the reason she, she's the one that invited me out to, um, to this mansion to check this out because her and her boyfriend wanted to, to do this kind of as a bucket list thing. And, uh, so I went along and, but before I went out, I actually went on Amazon, bought dowsing rods because yeah. I just wanted to see how this was going to work. And I'll tell you what, Troy, and I know, I kind of know like where your mindset is sometimes with this stuff, but, um, I had these dowsing rods, not not necessarily in the uh, mansion, uh, although I did have them there too. But I had these in um, like a a location which was an old makeshift um, children's uh, surgery location, and it was an old building. And me and my coworkers just for fun wanted to try these out to see how they worked. And I'll tell you what, um, it freaked us all out because we're standing in a big circle. And we start asking it questions and we also, and I'm, I'm the one holding it. So I know it's like legit. Yeah. And mm -hmm. as I'm holding it, I'm saying, okay, can you point to um, like, for example, the one guy's name was Tom and we're all in a circle of six or seven of us. And the thing, the, the dowsing rods moved and pointed directly to Tom. And, uh, and then we started asking, can you point to such and such? And it would do that. And I'm like, I don't even know how to explain this. Like this, this is freaking me out. Um, you know, so that was when I was just like, I'm not making these move. I'm holding these in my hand. You can see me holding them and they're moving and they're answering. Cause it would like cross for yes. Um, open for no. And it was giving me yes and no answers when I would ask it. 
That's uh, I, I, yeah. I, so I don't know. I don't know where. Like I don't know how far Troy is going with this, but um, but it is pretty. It is pretty legit in my opinion. When as far as some of the experiences that I've had with it, mm-hmm. I, I I do believe there are spirits that um, that you know that are that are hanging around and. Um, mm-hmm. I, to me, it's really interesting because I've always kind of thought, like, I think these spirits hang around until they get the closure on the situation that they want. And yeah. some of them just never get that closure. And I think the longer yeah. it lasts, and it almost seems, or, or again, as we get back to what I was saying earlier, the more gruesome or horrific the incident was, sometimes I think that is what makes the spirits angrier to mm-hmm. grab attention to figure out what was going on here. What, what you know, what abuse was going on? Who got killed? Why did they get killed? Like, did somebody get money out of this? You know what I mean? Like why? Yeah. That's kind of why. That's kind of where my mind is on these these spirits that hang around like that. So sure. Um, I'm not I'm not totally uh, a non-believer of those things. I, I do think that, as Tina was saying, I think the reason I have some skepticism towards it is because of some of these Hollywood productions. Oh yeah. That that dramatize everything, and you're like, okay, well that's not believable, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So yeah, so Tina, when you get out to when you get out to the East Coast and you decide to make a trip to Gettysburg, you'll have to invite both Troy and I uh, to go out with you, and we'll definitely uh, we'll we'll definitely uh, turn this into a, an event. The funny thing hey, that is, sounds about, like a great idea. <laughs> the funny thing is yeah. about Gettysburg. I've never physically visited the battles the battlefield of Gettysburg. I've never I've oh, wow. driven through and around and such like that, but I've never actually visited it. So. That'll be pretty interesting for me to take that in. Um, I, I might want to visit it first without the haunting. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll probably never go back if I, if, I, if I run into something haunting there. So There you go. <laughs> um, I, I want to touch up on something here as we kind of start finishing up with you here a little bit. You, you mentioned, and we didn't even know this going into this, the Ford Mustang Club. Yeah, right? Um, like, how did this all come about? Were you always a motorhead or what? what? Like, that's pretty cool. Um, well, I grew up going to car shows with my dad. And so we did that for a long time. And then, you know, you get into those teenage years where you're busy doing all this other stuff and then kind of circled back around to cars. Um, I didn't get my license till I was 18. And so um, I got my first car when I um, had been working and bought it myself. And uh, that was a big thing. And then um, shortly was after that. Uh, it was not. It was okay. not a Mustang. It was a Pontiac Sunbird. <laughs> oh, nice. The old Sunbird. The old Sunbird. Yeah, right? It was a two-door. It was teal, and it had a red stripe on it. It was pretty cool. I loved it. Um, but shortly after that, I met my husband, who is a big car nut, and uh, he was has always been a big Mustang fan and Mm -hmm. just learning about the car and the history. And then we got involved with people and um, he had one when I met him and then it got in an accident and then time went on, we got married. And after we'd been married a few years, we got um, a black convertible, which we still have. Um, It turns 23, 23 years old, 20, 20 years old, I think. Um, but we've had that thing um, down the California coast on Pikes Peak. Um, oh, it's cool. been it's been all over, um, and so that car's really special to us. And then um, I've got a 2014 um, V6 Performance package, which has also been all over the country, just because we love to drive. And yeah. then um, our most recent one we got is a 2016 GT Performance Pack. Um, 
and we're doing the big California trip this summer with that. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we're taking our Mustang Club out to Colorado in July, and I think we're going to have 20-some cars um, oh, wow. cruising out for that. So that'll be fun. But we got involved in the club uh, 2011, I think. And then, um, you know, people just get busy and aren't able to keep running things and um, some things kind of shifted and we just kind of stepped in and have been running it ever since. And just, it's a lot of fun and guys, amazing people. Do you guys yeah. rival with like the Corvette club and stuff? Um, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's always some uh, fun banter going back I'm and sure. forth. I'm and, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's all fun though, right? Everybody has their, mm -hmm. you know. You know, yeah. You say tomato, I say tomato, right? You know. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. right. So, yeah, yeah that's, we all love I, everything. I, I've always been more of the, the 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 Chevy automobile. I'm not a motorhead by any means, so I don't. But but I've always been more into the Chevy kind of muscle cars more than the uh, than the uh, Fords. But uh, the Ford Mustang, I mean, that's that's a that's a wonderful. Car. You can't go it's wrong a, there for yeah, sure. It really is. Um, what what do you think of these like these? these new things that are like SUV Mustangs or whatever, like what, <laughs> that's kind of strange. Like the crossovers. Yeah. I don't understand that. That's really strange yeah. to me. Um, like, yeah, no, I, I was part of a letter writing campaign to Ford to uh, say, no, it's <laughs> 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 not a good idea. Um, you know, that they've grown on me a little bit. I, I understand what they're kind of doing with it. And, mm. um, but it you know, a different name, right? Yeah, I, yeah. That's what the whole campaign was. We were trying to like pony. Name it yeah, anything something. else? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. And the Ford Bronco, the new Ford Bronco. That's a that's a beautiful vehicle as well. They really did a great job with that. It looks retro, but it's so beautiful. Like it's mm -hmm. it's got a really cool thing to it. Like um, I remember, yeah. was it? Oh, geez, was that like two thousand three or something? When the was it the Challenger came back? Was that about that time? Or no, the Pontiac GTO. That's what it was. When the GTO yeah, I like came those. back. Oh my gosh! Mm. I was like, oh, they they did such a great job when they redid that, and I I think yeah. that's so cool when they you have a classic car like that, and you can kind of still give it that classic feel, but it's new and it's like it's yep. fresh, and and uh, that's why I liked. Um, I, I wasn't that big of a fan, and I know a lot of the the Mustang people they love like those mid eighty Mustangs or were they like eighty seven or something eighty eight something like that where yeah. they had a different body style and stuff, but um, I guess they were super quick though. Is that Am I kind of yeah. right on that, or? Yeah, and a lot of people took those and turned them into drag cars and stuff, yep. and they just uh, all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I will like say when I was style, no, I wasn't a big fan of that body style either. And uh, I will say when I was in high school, uh, from six, from the from the time I was sixteen to like my first year in college, um, I had a '69 Camaro. And, uh, oh my gosh, I love that car. Um, and I, I do like the old style cars, but the only thing is like today, I don't think I would like it as much just for the simple, like that car definitely didn't have power steering. Obviously yeah. didn't have power yeah. windows. You know, you kind of get spoiled, uh, <laughs> after a while, even though the car itself was gorgeous. I, yeah. you know, I, I wish I had that style car with all the luxuries inside, Correct. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, man, I, yeah, that's definitely one that I really regret selling. Uh, you know, even though it was to pay for college, I still regret it. He'd rather be in debt and keep the car. Yeah. I would re yeah. I'd rather be living in a shopping cart at this point in time, you know? So, but, um, do, do you find yourself doing like, are you guys gearheads and stuff too? Like, are you guys the ones working on them and stuff like that? Or do you guys have somebody else um, figure with that? 
for the most part, um, my husband, Mark, he can fix just about anything. And uh, I, I like to be involved in doing some of that stuff. So if it's little things that I can learn or he can show me how to do, I actually really enjoy getting my hands in, in the car and switching stuff out and helping with that. And we do all of our own detailing and everything, um, oh, cool. you know, polishing them out and all of that stuff. So it's just fun to hang out in the garage and play with cars. Oh, <laughs> I, thought yeah. that, I thought that'd be a little uh, fun side story we got on there. And, and you know, um, for people that want to get interested in that type of thing, I mean, how did how did you find these groups? Just like by searching online or like, um, you know, is that the best way um, to do it at this point? Just, hey, where's a where's the Ford Mustang group in my area? Yeah, um, we found out about ours. Um, they had just a flyer up at the local Ford dealership. But um, yeah, most of them are on Facebook. There's there's Mustang clubs all over. And it's kind of the same way with the paranormal thing, too. There's so oh. many paranormal teams out there that... Um, you know, if people are looking for um, somebody to join them or are willing to take people on that want to kind of learn and maybe train with them, um, it's good to reach out. And most of the teams and people and, you know, any clubs, anything like that with a shared interest, everybody just is always really nice. And it's a yeah. fun thing to be part of and yeah. a good way to spend your free time. I'm glad you tied that back in because I was going to get back into the paranormal stuff. And uh, again, it's Tina Tibbetts and... Uh... Our Facebook page is Journey Into the Haunted. Is it into all one word or is that? The Facebook pages, yeah. Okay. And yeah. then uh, para911.com, you can go there. You can, uh, you know, get in contact with them. Um, what would somebody want to get in contact with you about if they wanted to go to that page? Would it just be about, hey, this would be a cool place for you guys to explore? Or, or what would it be? Um, yeah, that and we do, um, para911, we do um, residential cases. So if people have something that's in their home that they just want somebody with some experience to come in and see if we can figure out what's going on or what might be there. Um, we've had a few we've done where people were afraid to be in their own home and weren't even sleeping in their own home. So we've gone oh, in wow. and tried to figure some things out. So um, that's one thing they'll reach out to us about. And then also we've had some local businesses um, local museums that have called us in. Um, we've done some events for libraries and um, museums in the area too, just kind of a informative presentation on stuff. And mm -hmm. something really cool we did this year, um, we had a production company reach out to us and they wanted to do a documentary on an old museum here in Sioux City. And so we were part of that and uh, filming is wrapped on that and that'll be out um, around Halloween sometime. Oh, um, cool. Where will that yeah. be? Yeah. Um, it's um, going to be, I know Tubi, T-U-B-I, I'm not real familiar with it. I've watched yep. a few of the production company's things on there, but it'll be on there and it's called um, Real Haunted Mansion 2. Um, and that'll oh. be about the Pierce Mansion here in Sioux City. Um, featuring Para 911. <laughs> yeah. And do you have a rough idea when that will be released? Halloween. Yeah, I think said? they're shooting around Halloween. Oh, time. Halloween. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty quick considering you just finished up filming. That's a uh, that's a pretty quick turnaround. That's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're really excited. We had a really good time with that, and um, the museum was really cool too because it was places as children we went there for school. So you know, it's a place that's been part of our lives. Um, yeah. So it was neat to go back there um, as adults and with this paranormal background and kind of look around in there and mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Definitely. Well, I, now I kind of have an idea of why you can't afford the uh, seven to $800 uh, music box uh, after hearing all your Mustangs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Priorities, right? That's, That's right. right. <laughs> oh, my God. So, well, that sounds cool. You have a lot going on in your life. That's for sure. And uh, Yeah, it's all fun stuff. Yeah. What do you do for fun outside of all that? Um, I like to travel. Um, okay. So we're, we're doing some traveling uh, coming up this weekend. Um, we're going to the House on the Rock in Wisconsin, which my husband saw on um, TikTok. And I can't even begin to explain this place. Um, you just kind of have to Google it. It's like this collection of all this weird, it's just weird, like very eccentric. And I love that kind uh, of stuff. The weirder okay. the better, just bring it on. So yeah, right. we're going to go check that out. And um, yeah, in two weeks, we're joining a team called um, Shadow Asylum Paranormal. They're out of Omaha, about two hours from us. And we're all going to a haunted mansion in um atchison kansas and oh. we're going to spend two nights there so that'll be fun but yeah mm -hmm. those stuff and cars and travels really and photography those are the things i love when i'm not at work which it sounds <laughs> like you can do all that while you travel i know it, it just all <laughs> kind of goes hand in hand it's i take blend, my muscle right? into the haunted places and it, it just all works out great yeah oh my gosh is this the picture of the house on the rock huh yeah that's what i pulled up there and i that's oh, yeah. very interesting <laughs> you gotta look at the interior picture oh wow i mean it's insane there's like this carousel i can kind of see the picture there yeah it's got like 80 chandeliers on it and it, oh my it's gosh look at that it's like in the middle of this house yeah this is wild it, and they've got knights in shining armor, and they've got sea monsters and instruments that play themselves. Oh my gosh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, like the sea monster with a, with a boat yeah. in his mouth or something. Yeah, like. Yeah, so Troy brought up the uh, the website here that we're all looking at. And, yeah, I just, uh, I just Googled it, that's all. Oh my gosh, how big is this place? It's got to be huge. I don't yeah, know. Right? Square footage. but. So, how many people are going to be in this house? Um, we're just going to go. They're doing tours during the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'd be cool to investigate it because there is got yeah, right? stories with this crazy yeah. stuff. Um, I did see they do like an after dark tour, but they only do it in October around Halloween. So. Okay. I was kind of bummed about that, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That is cool though. Wow. Well, yeah. that should be a lot of fun. Look at these guns here. These, um, <laughs> The <laughs> yeah the whole thing is just like what <laughs> yeah uh yeah well, I, I need to know what this guy was on yeah right <laughs> it, it definitely coming from an artistic mind yeah for sure That's crazy stuff so hey good luck with your trip i hope you have a lot of fun um so once again we'll uh we'll wrap things up here you go to facebook uh journey into the haunted para911.com on Etsy, um, you said you're going to send us a link to that. Um, we can we can attach that to our Facebook page then. But if you were saying correctly, it's Journey into the Haunted, but without the I in into. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. The, um, Etsy restricted how many characters I could use, so it's just the it's Journey and then the letter N to the Haunted. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So uh, yeah, yeah. You can search around sure. there as well. Um, if you happen to be out in uh, Sioux City, or no, you're in, you're in Nebraska. I'm sorry. Um, Sioux City Eyes, where Power 911 is. 
Um, which you mm -hmm. said that's not far from you, though, correct? It's just across the Yeah, we're just right across the river. Yeah. And then the Ford Mustang Club out there. Um, why don't you give them guys a shout out real quick? What's that chapter out there? Uh, yeah, we're just Siouxland Mustang Club. And the website SiouxlandMustangClub.com. And we're on Facebook, too. So, that is so go. cool. So, any last so, parting so, words for us? Or? Yeah, I was just going to say before you have those last parting words, the the music box. Um, you said that you don't want to, you can't afford the seven eight hundred dollars. Which, how much are you selling yours for? We're selling for eighty dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so that's yeah. quite the uh, quite the uh, break, huh? Yeah, I I think they're pretty cool. I'm. Yeah, excited. they look. They're very well put together. It's very well uh, constructed, from yeah, what I can see. Didn't. He did a great job with them. Mm -hmm. yeah, I spray it. painted them. That was my. my um, <laughs> there you go. That's your contribution. <laughs> so it's a 60 40 split then? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, any last words for you? Uh, no, I just thanks so much for having me on. And, sure. um, you know, if anybody's interested in Music Box, check out my website. And I just want to give a shout out to Para 911 and um, just all of the investigators out there that have uh, taken us under their wing and mm -hmm. shared time with us and shared experiences and knowledge. We appreciate it and look forward to more adventures. Yeah, that's all awesome. Right. Well, Very yeah, good. thank you again, Tina. And uh, again, it. we're speaking with Tina Tibbetts of... Um, of Journey into the Haunted and uh, also part of the uh, Para 911 and uh, um, Mustang Clubs and Etsy and photography. <laughs> uh, you name it, she's doing it. So uh, that's awesome. I don't know what Congrats. she does with all her free time. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'll hit you up when I'm out in Gettysburg, though. Yes, definitely. Most do. definitely I, yeah. I would love to check that out. Um, like I said, I need to make it a point to get there. Before the haunting experience, so, so I uh, don't now you have, have a reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so awesome. uh, we will definitely check that out. So, um, yeah. So again, thanks, Tina. Appreciate it very much. Some say we're tough. Some say we're strict. Because we wear the badge and we never quit Trained to protect you while you're on the road Black and white is always ready to roll Working as a highway patrolman I've seen a bunch of things I don't understand Working these long 12-hour shifts Trying to meet the deadline on my bills You can cross the line at a Texas state sign I'll be waiting on the other side Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land represents her love for a fallen trooper serving on the job we serve to protect them by the grace of God working as a highway patrolman 
stand Working these long 12-hour shifts Trying to meet the deadline of my bills You can cross the line at a Texas state sign I'll be waiting on the other side Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land When we're on that open road For you we'll risk our lives So that you can get back home It's a feeling we hold deep inside To always check our pride Cause under God we took the oath Working as a highway patrolman I've seen a bunch of things I don't understand Working these long 12-hour shifts Trying to meet the deadline on my bills Yeah, you can cross the line at a Texas state sign I'll be waiting on the other side Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land Working as a highway patrolman Living by the star and the law of the land Working as a highway patrolman, living by the star and the law of the land. This concludes our broadcast day. Click. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Please share, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Let your friends know you heard it right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And we'll see you next week. Until next week, stay tuned.